tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Morning, welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007. That's our free phone number. It uh, won't cost you anything to make a call. And Emma is looking after the programme today. Coming up on the show, the great son of Tipperary Shane McGowan has passed away at the age of uh, 65. We'll speak to many people who knew him. We'll speak to songwriters uh, Mick Hanley and Johnny Doohan as well. And uh, we'll play a very interesting piece from 2018 where uh, Trudy Lawler went to visit Shane at his home in uh, Dublin and uh, we'll remind you of that as well. And we'll fit in some uh, music from Shane McGowan throughout the programme as well. Uh, We'll also have Johnny Luby in just a little while and our Friday panel will unpack the hot topics of uh, the week. Now we have a 50 euro voucher to give away uh, today and it's by way of celebration of the fact that shopping is amazing in Thurless this year and indeed Santa will be turning on the lights officially in Thurless today. So if you listen out for this... It's Christmas in Thales. Uh, that will be your cue to call, and we have a 50 euro voucher to give away, a one for all voucher in association with Campion Insurance on Liberty Square in Thales. And we have a 50 euro voucher for Jennings Opticians on Liberty Square in Thales as well. So the nice prizes when you hear that cue to call, all you have to do is text or WhatsApp 083 311 uh, Give us your name and your details, and we will pop you in the draw. It's a simple as that. Don't forget, you can email tip today at tipfm.com. Now, there's only one main story on the front pages today, and that is the death of Shane McGowan. And sub editors are scrambling for superlatives and uh, alliteration as well. Uh, the Daily Mail saying you had the measure of our dreams, the Irish Times, Shane McGowan, the iconoclast who became a Nikon, uh, the examiner, the greatest songwriter of our generation, and the independent, a poet and a punk. So as I say, that's dominating uh, the front pages today and some wonderful photography of Shane as well. All right, then it's, it's time for Johnny Louie. Good morning to you, Johnny. Good morning, friend. Good morning to the listeners. Good, good to talk to you. Sad news there about Shane McGowan, Johnny. That's right, Jeff, and I was certainly one of his big uh, followers, like many people. And, of course, the fact that when we discovered he had uh, Tipperary roots yeah. and uh, it brought the reality home, you know, he was uh, one of those wonderful singers, you know, and yeah. poets and songwriters and everything else, you know. And I suppose you were uh, reading there in the papers, you know, he certainly blackguarded himself and that. that's why I'm going to take a pull myself <laughs> instead <laughs> away from many of the watering holes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, he was a wonderful character. You know, I see somebody there, you see all the snippets there on the funny things, you know, some reporter said to him, uh, see, he was big into Charlie Hawhey, you know, yeah. and uh, that did he think uh, Charlie Hawhey was uh, devious, they said to him. He said, wouldn't he effing well want to be? He said, will you, will you look at what he was dealing with? He said, no, that's all of them, you know, and you could picture him saying it, friend, you know, and uh, only for Philly Ryan's pub there in Nina was so far away. I mean, the television cameras were there yesterday yeah. to interview four or five lads that went to see him there during the past week. I certainly would have uh, made a trip to uh, uh, Philly Ryan's, but we will get there someday. I think just, uh, Philly is the undertaker, Nina, very friendly with uh, James Everton, them, but uh, uh, the 
when you look at the lads that were there, you'd have no no wonder that he was good buddies with them or they were, were yeah, good buddies. Or, or that he was know. his favourite pub. He just loved it there, so you can understand why, I suppose, yeah. Oh yeah, fantastic absolutely fantastic. You know, and I suppose this morning evening at five at five o'clock listening to the uh, any day waves uh, mm. there when they when they sang the fairy tale of New York, you mm. know, and you see that particular line that uh, if it was in a pub singing uh, that we'd all join in, you know, your scumbag, your maggot, your cheap lousy faggot, Merry Christmas, yeah, and all that careful. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, yeah. uh, you'd always associate Christmas then coming up because that song gets played and, and you'd never get tired of listening to it. No, I'm sure, I'd say it's a wonderful song, a wonderful lyric to it uh, as well, but anyway, uh, yeah, may, but he, may he rest sim- in peace, yeah. Yeah, our sympathies. Uh, Franny, played with the Pogues. Uh, mm. Did you... Did you did you play with them, the Pogues? No, I, regretfully not, Johnny. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. mind if I played with the Pogues. No, yeah. no. You were with a fair, a fair few uh, uh, oh, uh, God. back through the years, a nest load of I'll, them. I'll tell you now, I'll write a book someday, Johnny, and it will all be revealed, I promise you. Yeah, well, I, I told a fellow last night in, in Thorolls, I was at the Bridge House Gold, and I said, Frank Curry, the only man I know is, can keep his two hands in his pocket and still play the bloody uh, piano. <laughs> I said, I don't know how it is done. <laughs> it's mind control, Johnny, mind yeah, control. Yeah, 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 yeah. So talk to us about GAA as well, uh, Johnny. That's anyway, what's, what's the story? The comment. Yeah, com- yeah. Uh, commiserations to Clamel Commercials they were beaten in the Munster semi-final they put up a good old battle but I suppose when one reads the Nationals with JJ Kennedy's mm. article you know we have failed all over the place with our club systems I, I thought genuinely that our Premier Intermediate would be way stronger uh, you know a lot of on the day were beaten by the the, the clear lads I just thought that uh, you know but it's like everything else that's that's the way we are and mm. that, and whilst we seem to have a good club structure and a good club championships nevertheless uh, we don't seem to be able to advance beyond the semi-final or maybe even beyond the final if mm. we were lucky enough to get to now, it what but are you putting that down to Johnny? I don't know Frank mm. we probably just haven't got the talent around you know uh, and that and like we'll say uh, the, the elder statesmen of the senior hurling the likes of the McGrath's and Shemi Callan and mm. those wonderful servants you know they don't seem to be replaced in those clubs and as a result of that then our club seems you know that there's not nothing outstanding out there there's only five or six points between the top seven or eight and if you saw it in a Mm. Uh, there where the, the first four or five had crossed the line together that means that the winner wasn't a hectic horse you know you'd really want to be stretching them all and winning by six or seven points I suppose yeah. M- much but, discussion uh, during the week I was talking to uh, John Lahey and I was talking to Timmy Hammersley yesterday as well and they mentioned about the development squads uh, Johnny and even some of the negative aspects of the development sp- uh, squads in terms of young lads being dropped and, and, and stuff you know and uh, it was kind of interesting what are your thoughts on that Johnny? Yeah, you see, I suppose if one looks at uh, the way players can slip through the system yeah. and not be spotted, like that, we just say Lark Harbors. I don't know if he on, ever on a temporary minor Holland team or whatever, and still he turned out to be one of our most outstanding mm. players. Uh, and that, and mm. look, and Timmy Hammersley told us himself he was overlooked because he was a small lad at the time. Do you know? I, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I suppose myself, I, I made the tip minors. I genuinely thought after captaining Cashel to a hearty cup final that I would have made the tip on the 21s because according to the papers, I was probably good enough mm. uh, 
but but never did. Uh, now maybe maybe they knew about myself and and uh, and, and ourself and things like that, and then things don't go down well, you know. But uh, yeah, look, I, uh, yeah, it's hard to know. Like I mean, we seem to have fantastic under. Uh, maybe 15 and 17 squads that are winning their uh, cups and that and getting mm-hmm. to finals and that. And it's just to get them through. And it could be another three or four years. I hope to God that we get an All-Ireland before 2030 because uh, if we don't, it'll mean that the 20s was the only decade that we haven't won an All-Ireland and we'd be the only team uh-huh. uh, uh, county, uh, county in Ireland. Where we are at the moment, the only county that has won an All-Ireland in every decade. So I'd like to see us picking yeah. up one just, next three or four years. Limerick is looking so strong, Johnny. You know? Oh, yeah, they are. You can have no doubt about it. And yeah. look, the Hearty Cup, uh, we have two teams left in the last yeah. days, uh, Tullus CBS and Nina CBS, and hopefully one of them or the two of them will come through. Yeah. Casual Community School last year when we were beaten by a pint uh, the other day. I think that game was on in... in uh, to rid of fellow top bench or someplace. But look, they, they, I suppose they were delighted with their win last year. They had four or five players. And look, I wasn't at the game. So when you're mm-hmm. beaten by a pint, you'll always say that's a game that we should have won, you know. And in the Camogie, friend, you know, our ladies were beaten there. Uh, Dominique, they put up a marvellous performance against South Street and South Cork. Mm-hmm. And uh, I happened to be in uh, John Ned's pub, which is Tony Brennan's, right across the, from the church in... Uh, Clenality, mm. and a, a few of the Southfield supporters uh, uh, arrived in and we had our crack with him for a blast. This chap comes over to me uh, and he said, he's, does God live far from here? Well, this other fellow piped up then, he's right across the road, the church. No, I said, no, no, no. I said, God is about 21 miles from here. I said, you do it in about 25 minutes. He knew I was on the same wavelength as himself, Nicky English. We used to, to call him God and everyone else called him God. I said, if you go through Dundrum, Cape Town and go out to Colin, I said, Nicky English is out that, that, uh, that neck of the woods. But... Uh, yeah, in uh, in uh, rugby, uh, Leinster beat uh, Munster. Munster put up a marvellous show. I didn't think they had a massive chance. But mm. fair play to Dion McBadden. He's the new captain from New India. Mm. Uh, uh, and that Mary, Mary Badden's and the Badden's are a well-known family. A great family India. there, yeah. I, I, and it's marvellous for them, friends. Yeah. That, uh, you know, and seemingly he's a right good captain. He might be quiet, but he's able to command the dressing room okay. and he's able to talk to the referees without uh, giving them any go for whatever mm. the case may be. Not like myself, friend, a good few years ago. Uh, so I believe, I was, Johnny. So I believe. When I was in, I was in <laughs> the Golden Kilfeetle under 16 uh, team and we were being let, bet below in Golden by our neighbours, the Kickens were being led by 16 pints at half time and I was supposed to go in and resurrect our legs inside in the dressing room by breaking holies and chairs at the whole lot. But I just said to the referee, uh, he was kneeling down. I said, Mick Canan is retiring next week in Belly Dial. He was a top class jockey uh, in Belly Dial. And he says, yeah, Johnny, he says, what are you telling me that for? Well, I said, with the way you're writing us, I said, you need to even apply for the second job. I said, you'll get it. So I said, in verbatim to the West Ford, I think uh, I got suspended for three months and Golden got fined for fine 300, but I never paid anything anyway. I, I can't imagine. I can't from imagine. that day to this. Yeah. But, uh, what else is happening, Johnny? Munster play tonight on television oh, yeah. and uh, 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 on Tina G that's in a sellout in, in uh, Musgrave Park Cashel are at home to Melbourne tomorrow Nina are away to Malone Nina are having a fantastic season mm. as are Cashel mm. and Clan Miller at home in Ardea to uh, Tullamore so the best of luck to them Kilfeekler at home against uh, Kenturk on Sunday but uh, 
we, I called to Tim Nitz in, band, in uh, drum band. Mm. Hold on one second. This bloody phone, huh? you won't believe it is Coney. I'm knocking him off now. He's on the other phone. But, uh, <laughs> Tell him ring uh, at a more or appropriate God, time. Yeah, he done the same thing last I know he did, yeah, yeah. This but, is uh, deliberate, uh, you know that, don't you? Yeah, Tim yeah. Nitz in drum band on Sunday and... Uh, Trent, uh, he's been doing a few gigs there in the next couple of days. Fix your Tony with your shirt off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in the middle, and, and I had full blast. Uh, on December the 16th, which is uh, on a Sunday night, I think, they have spin the wheel, a heap of pro- bloody prizes up there in Tim Ned's, yeah. uh, and that top class, December the 21st, hot eyes are playing, and on the switch to 22nd, Juice is wild. And uh, a grand name on the 31st of December, Keith Hurley's. And uh, there's some of the things there in 8 I'm doing something for the uh, Skull Cormac, mm. please God, in a couple of months' time. And uh, Tim Ned is looking after my uh, uh, my, my needs. But uh, the county board draws on tonight, Clamell Oak. Uh, is the thing, Fran, you'd never know. You might I have to win. I have to win tonight, Johnny. And fair play to Stevie Gleason and Tip FM. It will be broadcast live at nine o'clock. I, uh, Tim Flight has the set nav out in uh, Newport, how to get that there. <laughs> but then in, in Drumban Corp, imagine a man said to me, when I just said, have you uh, salt, a bag of salt was to throw out on the Tip some Corp, friend. Oh, fantastic. Drumban Corp, fantastic. They survived the battle with all the big Corps yeah. around. They held yeah. their own. Fair yeah. play to them. But uh, I said, have you a salt? He said, we have. And I said, have you a small bit of a twine I needed for a job? Uh, he said, we have Johnny Luby. He said, we have everything in Upper Church Drum Band. Yeah, I said, but have you hollows? <laughs> Friend, he showed me the bloody door. But that was the end of that. Rightly so. Now, so you didn't get the twine or the salt, I guess, did you? <laughs> but they have everything they are a wonderful co-op <laughs> uh, Colm and the staff are holding a cookout morning Saturday tomorrow okay. at Brown's supermarket in Clahean it's in aid of that wonderful school in Cashel Skull Cormac mm-hmm. uh, from 10 to 1 raffles etc and I'm certainly hoping to be there around 11 o'clock uh, to support this birthday cause and of course tomorrow night in the dome in Tullus they say a sincere thanks to the sellout crowd uh, at 7 o'clock in the dome in Tullus this for the uh, the the uh, in Tullus just hold on one second now and I have it here mm. uh, it's a concert raise fund in aid of the palliative care service in the community hospital of the Assumption and the Shore Haven okay. a retreat area in putting up a garden so they say a sincere thanks mm. uh, friend the sixth class in Clara and they're holding a junior entrepreneur market day in the school hall today from 10 to one thirty. all are welcome they have bakeries a Christmas stall stationery stall uh, the Centre Eli's Abbey Retail and of course Mahos Londis and Imaginarium Shop uh, bookshop market uh, all associated with it so friend if you're passing home there before half one uh, you could definitely call in there you will get a, a, a free bun uh, of course the Wild Ploughing Championship uh, our ploughing is with care chambers of commerce uh, they have tractors cars bikes Christmas lights turned on at five o'clock all the Yokes will have lights on them, etc. The registration is at O'Donnell's Filling Station. You know that place on I the do, old Fant- Fantastic outlet there, really. A fantastic. fantastic. Oh, and the friend, food and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the proceeds are to the South Tip Hospice. Mm. And and uh, this Pat Murphy, I don't know him, but he he's coming along with shots on him, no matter how cold <laughs> it is, to see Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> now, friend, uh, yeah. talking about fundraisers. Yeah, I had a call from uh, Noel Hogan. 
in Borosaki. And you gave him... Deirdre's uh, uh, husband. Deirdre, Deirdre Dassey yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Did you hear what they raised, Fran? No, I didn't. How, how much, Johnny? 221,800. No way. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that Wasn't fantastic? that unbelievable? Tis thanks to the guards in Nina, she was the guards in Nina, tis thanks to the people of Boris and they said tis thanks to all the surrounding areas. They raised over 70,000 uh, that day. I was up at the field, they, uh, I was mm. doing a bit of auctioneering on rugby tickets and bales of straw and the whole lot. People are absolutely uh, 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 fantastic the way that they uh, come to the aid of 110,000 roughly for the North Tip Hospice and 110,000 for the Irish Cancer society. Friend, where would you get the likes of that? And Paddy Heffernan is of the naughty Hospice mm. uh, and that friend absolutely oh, fantastic. And of course the Dorden family, they're playing in the jockey. My wife went to the cookery demonstration. She said it was absolutely fantastic. She said and mm. she said not a deep fat fryer to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> you must, you'll have to do your own cooking demonstration, I think, with uh, your deep fat fryer. Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what is the story? Is, is today a special day? Because 46 years ago today, what happened? Oh, yeah, friend, 44 years ago, yeah, this weekend, for the first time ever in our history in Golden Kilfield, that beloved GA club on the banks of the shore, uh, we won a county title at adult level for the first time. Whilst we had won three county titles under 15, we have never won a, a county senior title, we'll say, at was junior A football and uh, we were lucky enough to beat Borlehan in that uh, uh, county final and of course friend tis like everything else the whips were up and we had pallets outside the bridge house I think Nick Lundigan or Dick Willems was there at the time and uh, for the time around the same time the, the, the pallets and the bonfire was there at the mouth of the river shore and uh, of course, uh, Liam Sullivan, the shopping golden. Yeah. Uh, Liam was playing, uh, was it centre back or centre forward? And uh, course, he was standing at the riverside of the pallet. And of course, the wind came. And it was around the same time that Mark Spitz, that wonderful uh, swimmer, that won yeah. six gold medals. So he stepped back in and <laughs> and fell into the river, <laughs> and he had to swim across to the island. And somebody <laughs> said, "Another Mark Spitz we have in Golden." But, <laughs> friend, uh, I'll never forget this. I was walking in Evan Moore and I think I took a week sick and a week holiday afterwards. But we had a wonderful time. And trying to finish up, yeah. uh, extending to 464 pages in a lavish production, chasing Sam Maguire, covering six. 50 seasons, 1928 to 1977, unearthing mm. many fascinating nuggets along the way. Fran, imagine in 1960. Mm. So intense was the search for tickets for the Down Kerry final that a net was placed in the Armay Observer, offering three acres of land in return for 10 tickets. <laughs> that unbelievable. <laughs> That's brilliant. That and is Fran, so brilliant. In, in 1946, there was a collective camp training was permitted in the parties and was common but among the first county Jews. And the Irish Independent said, this was the schedule. 8.30 rise, 9.30 breakfast, 10.30 walk, 12.45 sponging and toweling, 1.30 dinner, 3.30 to St. Coleman's Park for limbering, free exercises, hurtling, sprinting and all that, 5.30 bed, with ice and attention to injury. 6.30 tea, 8 o'clock a short walk, 9.45 supper and 10.30 retire. And you'll find that it didn't work because Kerry won it. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and I'll tell you, friend, uh, 
that. Uh, that look, the, the wonderful stories. Uh, yeah. no, no place for ladies. Nineteen twenty-nine. The largest crowd, forty-three thousand four hundred and thirty-nine, turned up to watch Kerry Vehicle Day with many complaining about various discomforts around the stadium. The following day's Irish Independent addressed it thus: Feminine screams rose above the the tumult and strong men had difficulties in rescuing the women in danger of being trampled on. Some men they protested and suggested that it is not fair that they should be allowed in at all <laughs> when the grounds were so crowded. <laughs> Imagine Frank, if you said that today oh my you'd, God, be, yeah. you'd oh be lynched. God. But it is a wonderful book and I'll certainly uh, 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 have to get it. And to finish up, in 1947, the Irish press reported that Kevin and Ross Common supporters, they drank Dublin dry on the night before the semi-final. By 6.30, Stout was off, whiskey non-existent, but in an hour, beer and cider had disappeared, sherry and port depleted. By 9 o'clock, one out of every two public houses within walking distance of O'Connell Bridge had closed and put up a sign, sold out completely. Was it a crowd of alcoholics? That isn't it incredible? <laughs> isn't it? How the times have changed, Johnny. Oh, how how they've changed, have changed. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, for, uh, All right, Johnny. Well, great, great to hear from you as always. Where are you playing over the weekend? Where am I playing over the weekend? I, ha- I have a kind of an easy weekend, to be honest with you. I'm down in Kerry on Sunday, so I'm taking it easy for a couple of days. So it's great. By, yeah. By God. Uh, yeah, friend, I must, I must meet up with you, with yourself and Muriel, with yourself especially, because I might be making an old announcement, the 20, not being divorced now or anything like that, uh, the 20, uh, maybe the 22nd of December, I might come in that Friday morning. Uh, that would be great, because Chris Clifford was onto some new in, and he wants to know, what's the story with the elections from Johnny? So would it be related to that in some way? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't know, friend. You wouldn't you know, see. OK. No, yeah, yeah, big announcement, though. Know. Yeah, yeah okay. big announcement. And I'm just talking about divorce. I'll finish on this. The time we all voted on divorce. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, um, anyway, there were out canvas and vote, yes, and the whole bloody lot. There was a man inside in a certain town in Tipperary. And he was the greatest certainty of all times to vote yes to divorce. And he met the priest coming out, and the priest said to him, I hope you voted the right way. He said, I did, Father. He said, I voted no. And the priest was taken aback, and he turned, he said, Brown, check. He says, why did you vote no? He said, Jack said, do you see that woman behind me? How could I wish her on anyone else? (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, Johnny. Good luck. luck. Take good care of yourself, my old friend. Bye-bye, Janana. That's the great Johnny Luby there from the Fourpenny Road. 1800-938-007. One of our listeners saying a brilliant show in Nockavilla last night. That that was Jim Keane's play, I think, wasn't it? That was in Nockavilla last night, if memory serves me correct. And I'm sure anything he does is fantastic, so I wouldn't wonder. I want to send uh, condolences to the McGrath family in Cashel on the loss of their mum, Mrs. Breda McGrath. She was a dote of a woman, lovely woman, and always very, very kind and supportive to me and uh, John and Angie and and George as well. Wonderful contributors to the programme over the years. Um, So we want them all to know that we're thinking about them uh, today and condolences uh, to them. We'll take a break. uh, Back in just a moment. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 